is the Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. <laughs> Good evening. You are listening to Vinny White on News Talk 1010. This is a journalism pulled pork sandwich, meaty news, barbecued opinion with creamy, shoddily put together comedy coleslaw. Recorded live from the United Kingdom today, Sunday, September the 10th, 2017. This is In-Depth Radio News Talk. Turn, turn. It was a little bit 80s, 90s throwback when jingles used to do that. There used to be a station that said 10 million watts of music power. I don't know what that means. Is that powerful? I think it sounds powerful. As long as I can hear it, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the background. That was always my thought. This is the Vinnie White Show, and what is coming up? Uh, we'll attempt to get hold of Amanda Capito and see what's going on in her life. We'll be talking about hurricanes, slightly more cheerful stuff than that as well, uh, as we explore uh, DACA, which actually, no, that's quite depressing as well. Uh, hang on, let's get the good stuff. And children, why are they so stupid? Is it because they're children? Well, let's ignore that and call them stupid anyway. A new study has come out saying that a lot of children are unaware that eggs come from an animal. Unaware that eggs come from an animal. What's happened? Why are we so disconnected with nature? How are we going to fix it? Probably some of those answers, definitely not the last one, all coming your way as we look back at this week's news and the bonkers world in which we live. Starting, of course, in Toronto. Why wouldn't I? Doug Ford. Yes, Captain Confrontational Fact Hater slash Captain No Messing Suburbia Tax Reducer, depending on which side of the fence you sit on, made an announcement this week that he is going to be making an announcement. And then he made an announcement when he got around to making the announcement that he announced he would be making. It was the least surprising announcement since I last heard there's a disrupted streetcar service. He is running for the next mayor of Toronto. Yes, Toronto is going to be 40 again. Or is it? Probably not. It's, it's difficult to say, but we'll look into some polls and facts coming your way it made no dent in the strong public support enjoyed by current mayor and world's biggest party animal 1977 john tory uh, in a race between the three candidates so far it looks like tory gets 53 percent ford holds about 35 and cressy takes about 11 percent. that's in a race between the three candidates popularity polls showing tory's gonna get it Ford would, in theory, if it was a position, come second, and Cressy takes third at 11%. Uh, although I have to say the only faith I have in polls are the well-engineered ones you might find in a strip club. Doug Ford claims to have already saved the taxpayer huge amounts of money. This is, of course, what he runs on, uh, which if you get on a streetcar or drive on the Gardner Expressway, you'll know is true. Fair point. Uh, he often chants a discredited claim that his late brother and he saved Toronto taxpayers, quote, more than a billion dollars. Assuming that is true, it's weird that he doesn't know how much more than a billion dollars. It'd be lovely to know the actual facts. He's never actually offered any facts to back this up in the same way that there is surprising lack of evidence for Bigfoot and the Tooth Fairy. Uh, Ford supporters tend to be around 55 to 64 years old, low to mid-come earners, living in Etobicoke or York, and usually provincial PC backers. They also love free burgers and T-shirts and bumper stickers, and if possible magnets. Doug Ford said this week, I'll continue to take the blows. And yes, I am somewhat of a lone wolf. I think he meant I'll continue to take the blows from other councillors. 
Unless he actually does get beaten on a regular basis, which he looks surprisingly good, all things considered. Uh, he said, uh, I am somewhat of a lone wolf at City Hall because Rob isn't there. Uh, being that it's quite unfair and somewhat cruel to criticise the deceased, I will leave this story here. Uh, but to lighten the mood, here's some tuba music. Oh, Tune in next week when I discuss further controversial subjects that I feel slightly uncomfortable talking about and decide instead to play some Tibetan nose flute. Nice. Big shout out to everyone in America, particularly in uh, southern states and low-lying areas, and particularly, particularly in Miami. Parts of city, uh, parts of the city of Miami are underwater as Hurricane Irma heads for mainland Florida and uh, gives it a good battering as we speak, actually, triggering storm surges across the south side of the state. Irma was actually downgraded to a Category 3 storm a little bit earlier, but uh, it's still outrageous. There's like winds of 190 kilometres an hour at times, and about uh, 60 centimetres, two feet for the old school, um, of water has been seen in Miami's financial district. Uh, where one major street resembles a river. Earlier, Irma struck the Florida Keys, of course. More than one million homes are without power. There's about 6.3 million people in Florida who are told to evacuate with warnings of a life-threatening storm surge. Some always stay, don't they? I, re- I saw a clip earlier on, on the news, and it was a woman, and uh, she was driving out, and uh, the reporter said, do you know anyone that stayed? And she said, yeah, my mum. I tried desperately to get her out and she said she didn't want to move. And the reporter said, well, why didn't you want to move in a cataclysmic storm that could very much threaten her life and and indeed take her life? And the daughter said, I don't know. I tried for nearly two hours to convince her out of it. But she said, quote, it's all she's ever known. Like, that is a bad excuse for not leaving. Like, it's all I've ever known. Well, all you've ever known is about to look very different to what you remember it looking like. So here's something uh, you could do. Go somewhere you've never been before that's definitely safer than the place you're going to be. Very peculiar, people. We are proper, proper messed up. Irma has already devastated parts of the Caribbean, of course, with at least 27 deaths so far. That number rising all the time. Things aren't going well, all right? Things are not going well. So my heart goes out, and uh, I'm sure I stand for News Talk 1010 when I say batten down the hatches, quite literally, actually, and uh, look after yourselves. And stay cool, Florida. And if it all goes wrong, you do some pretty good cocktails at some pretty good prices. They won't necessarily help, but, you know, it's not necessarily the worst idea I've ever heard. Good luck to you, and I mean that sincerely. So, more news from the US. This was, of course, the week that the US scrapped, uh, well, I say the US scrapped, the man at the helm of the ship, uh, the sinking one, uh, Donald Trump scrapped the young un- undocumented immigrant scheme. This was uh, an Obama scheme that was designed to protect young undocumented immigrants, and it's being scrapped. We've, we heard about this this week from US Attorney General and Pixie alike, Jeff Sessions. He announced this. Uh, this affects people. 
Like it severely affects people. This uh, affects people that arrived as children. The average age of uh, the the undocumented immigrants of which we speak is around six years old. And America is all they've ever known. Like they have no memory of where they used to live. I only knew the UK once. Then I left and I found out other countries have sunshine and optimism. So not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not that easy for everyone else. Also, in in other countries, some people don't even queue for stuff. Uh, There will be no new deferred action for childhood arrivals. DACA. Deferred action for childhood arrivals in the United States. Existing recipients will not be affected for about six months, but their future in six months is incredibly unclear. And a lot of people argue it's not looking good. Trump never really properly denounced the KKK and Nazi lunatics that murdered an innocent woman in Charlottesville recently. So I think it's fair to say he's no Martin Luther King. More of an unscripted, angry cornflake with hair, isn't he? Anyway, these immigrant kids uh, had to go through FBI background checks. They've got a clean criminal record. They're either in school, recently graduated, or they've been or are in the military. In exchange, the US government has agreed to defer any action on their immigration status for a period of two years and ongoing question marks. Barack Obama, who introduced the policy in 2012, wrote this week on Facebook last night to target these people. These young people is wrong because they've done nothing wrong. Obama spelled everything correctly as well. Um, Do you remember those days? Also, he didn't finish his post with sad or fake news. Although he should have used a grr emoji. I mean, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. The general theme from Trump and his rapidly depleting band of merry men in the White House. Did I say merry? Sorry, I meant billionaire CEOs. Is that the to-be-removed policy denied jobs to hundreds of thousands of Americans. Okay? So that was the whole thing. Okay? Jeff Sessions said it denied jobs to hundreds of thousands of Americans by giving them to immigrants. Jeff Sessions this week, Secretary General and politician most likely to be cast in The Hobbit. Uh, This is a popular thing to chuck around. They take our jobs, they take our jobs. This is what you always hear in these situations. The economic evidence is actually very clear that immigration tends to be quite good for America as a whole. Immigrants don't tend to take good jobs, as it were. I don't remember walking down Wall Street in New York last time I was there and seeing a new world of Mexican bankers and Mexican lawyers. That's for Chad and Chuck, who went to Harvard on daddy's money and do cocaine and casually plan the next global financial crisis over a cigar. Sorry, I'm incredibly misanthropic today. Anyway, these people went in to the US as children and many of them could face deportation. Take, for example, Jesus. Take Jesus. Sorry, if you've just tuned in, this isn't the Catholic channel. I'm saying take a man called Jesus. This is Jesus Contreras. He's a paramedic in Houston, and he's one of those guys that's been delivering aid and equipment in the recently forgotten, actually, Hurricane Harvey. This is Jesus. During this flood, um, we've been helping people uh, with their medical necessities. We, we've been aiding people with their with their evacuations throughout the storm uh, the six days that I was um, on the ambulance uh, our shifts were on and off 
I'm always trying to serve the community, always trying to, you know, give back. And I think that's what, um, that's what a lot of people under DACA are about, you know. They're all giving back to the community. Um, all of them are, are doing something proactive to help other people. Uh, we're not here to steal anybody's welfare. We're not here to take any, anything that's not ours. I've never considered going back to Mexico. Everything I have, everything I've planted, um, my faith, my religion, my friends, are all here in the United States. Jesus Contreras there, a paramedic in Houston who delivered aid and equipment in Hurricane Harvey, is exactly the sort of person that the US needs and, thanks to Trump, is exactly the sort of person that may be deported. <sighs> Should we do the German music again to cheer ourselves up? Yeah, go on. Shout out to any fellow umpar lovers. Rock on. As much as you can rock to umpar. Not much. Um, my name's Vinnie White, and you're listening to The Vinnie White Show. Pretty boring name. I like the show. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm right into it. If you want to take it away with you, you can. Uh, go to iTunes and type in Vinnie White. It's a weird spelling. V-I-N-N-E-Y White. And you'll see my uh, lovely face. Which isn't really fair, because it, that photograph was taken years ago. But I used to look pretty good then, so uh, I'll stick with it, you know. Think of it as sort of uh, Tinder, you know what I mean? I mean, always, always, always assume the worst. <laughs> little advice if you've just got into Tinder. I went through my stage. It was great, but uh, you wouldn't want to make a life out of it. Anyway, the reason I tell you this, uh, if you want to download the podcast, go to iTunes, type in Vinnie White, and you can download the podcast. You can listen live on the air every week from 9 o'clock here on News Talk 1010 in Toronto. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Someone emailed me this week and said, how, are you syndicated? How many radio stations do you go out over? Which I assume is quite flattering, really, being that one would assume from that that, that you think that this is uh, put out across loads of radio stations. Just this one, just News Talk 1010, just my love, just my heart, my soul, my little brethren, just you, my little possum, my little love bucket. Bit weird. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's going on. Uh, so you can listen on the podcast, you can listen live, and you can find me on Twitter if you really want as well. I don't use it much, in all honesty, but um, I'm at Vinnie White. And of course, I very much recommend you follow News Talk 1010 and the fellow comrades that I have in crime, including John Moore. Jim Richards, Barbara Duggio. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. That was a genuine accident. I think I just called her Barbara Duggio. <laughs> That's way too close to Duggio. Barb. Let's call her Barb. She's great and she's lovely. So you can listen to her show as well. Unfortunately, I can't seem to pronounce her last name. In all kinds of shows, you just keep it locked on News Talk 1010. It's brilliant, isn't it? Let's be honest. I'm a bit biased, but I think it's a great radio station. And with so much stupendous amount of news being fired at you, it's nice to find some sanity on the radio occasionally. Not this show, but, you know, the other ones. Back in a minute, here on News Talk 1010.
So, a recent paper published by the Sexual Medicine Reviews titled Did You Climax or Are You Just Laughing At Me? Rare Phenomena Associated With Orgasm has just been published. It's a long name for a paper. I think the bit to uh, concentrate on there is Rare Phenomena Associated With Orgasm. I started listening at that point. Uh, Yeah, they've, they've discovered that some people suffer pain, some people suffer embarrassment, and sometimes the whole post-sex thing for a lot of people is incredibly unpleasant it's called periorgasmic phenomena or post-orgasmic illness syndrome to make it slightly more simple and uh the sexual medicine reviews publication has said that periorgasmic phenomena post-orgasmic illness syndrome uh can involve headaches weakness crying pain unease facial and or ear pain foot pain headaches Pruritus? Pruritus? Laughter, didn't see that one coming. Panic attacks, seizures and sneezing. All possible symptoms of post-orgasmic illness syndrome. Research for the paper dated back as far as the 1900s, where post-coital sneezing and laughing were reported. Despite their rigorous investigations, sex experts can't quite determine how many people experience unusual orgasms, although it is said to be quite rare. Due to the lack of documentation on the subject, there's still no conclusive numbers. So, have you had this? I, I, Headaches are the most popular condition and can present themselves in two different types. One is it can involve pressure to the back of the head that builds into a headache during sexual activity and then climaxes to a massive headache at climax, which is a huge letdown. That is, I mean, I mean... Yeah. I mean, we've all had that. I've got a headache, but I've never had the, I can't do it because I will get a headache. And at the point we're enjoying ourselves the most, it will be at its most painful. So I feel really sorry for these people. Uh, the other type of headache is a piercing, pounding headache that occurs just prior to the time of orgasm and then is relieved during orgasm. So surely that makes orgasm even better, if that can be the case. I hope you're having one right now, although I doubt it. Uh, if you think you might suffer from some of these conditions, the experts do recommend some remedies, although I have to say they're quite boring and predictable. I'm no doctor, but I think I could have predicted these. Headaches can be stopped with relaxation techniques. Well, surely, like, if you're having a headache after sex, you're already quite relaxed after sex anyway. So I guess you just need to do some sort of mindful... Um, humming and maybe listen to some whale music and uh, do lots of heavy breathing which again that last one tends to come with the sexy times as far as I remember Uh, smaller conditions like foot pain, sneezing and laughter may be simply down to embarrassment but uh, if you're worried a therapist will help yeah personally I just strut around afterwards with a huge smile on saying you're welcome because I think it's important to be very understated after a climax or a cly it's never much of a max with me just a that's actually taken from a live recording of me in bed you're welcome um that was bizarre wasn't it anyway uh where were we oh i suppose i should do what i do every week let's have a look at who we can plug is it gonna be something charitable let's hope so Actually, we should do that as well, really. Um, Yeah, I'm sort of bored of promoting my own company. Let's promote something slightly more worthy than the stuff I always promote, which is mrphotocanvas.com. mrphotocanvas.com. 
your photos on canvas definitely not going to promote that who would promote such a thing as uh, discounted incredibly cheap but high quality canvases available for pickup from our toronto store mrphotocanvas.com uh, anyway now since we're actually doing this let's spend just a minute to promote something well worthwhile every month i give a little bit of money to an amazing cause and that cause is amnesty international amnesty international uh, protect the rights of people from being tortured imprisoned and they might be tortured and imprisoned and persecuted for their religious beliefs they might be uh, held captive and tortured and, and persecuted for their sexual orientation um and they also just lean on governments to make sure that they don't introduce crazy wacky policy that undermine human rights it's all about human rights amnesty international are fantastic i've been um a big fan of theirs uh, from childhood and i give a little bit through their website every month and you can do the same log on uh just Google Amnesty International and make the world a better place. They're amazing people with incredibly warm hearts that make enormous amounts of effort to protect human rights across the globe by doing uh, campaigning, by uh, writing to governments or uh, institutions that uh, hold people captive. And I just think they're absolutely amazing. And if, if everyone in the world was like Amnesty International, the world would be a truly magical place. I think what I did there was a good thing, but I did infiltrate my ad by advertising my own company. So it's balancing it all out. I'm not sure what we've achieved, but uh, there you go. Can't win anymore. Back in a minute. This is the Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010. Good evening, you're listening to The Vinnie White Show here on News Talk 1010. Headline of the week, coming your way. It's out of England. It makes me feel proud. Here it comes. Man's Tinder date gets stuck upside down in window, trying to grab her own poo. Sold. I'm sold. Give me some more. What's happening? I'm in. Man's Tinder date gets stuck upside down in window, trying to grab her own poo. Who says romance is dead? A Tinder date ended with an unforgettable spectacle of a young woman stuck upside down in a window trying to grab her own poo. I think we've got the message. The unnamed but very athletic girl ended up upside down inside the window after making a valiant effort to get rid of a massive poo she'd done which had blocked the toilet. I'm not sure why she didn't just break it up. I mean... I don't, I don't want to think about it, but I am forcing me to think about it. And sadly, sorry about that, but also you. Uh, the unnamed girl had been for a romantic meal at Nando's Chicken Bar. There's one in Toronto. Um, I'm not sure it's a very good advert for them. Apparently, it solidifies things. Uh, 
She was with a student called Liam Smith, 24, before they went back to his place for a nightcap. The bizarre chain of events unfolded after she went to the toilet and blocked the pan. In a panic, she decided the best thing to do was pick up the stool. I actually find the word stool more repulsive than SH1T. But there you go. Anyway, in a panic, she picked up the stool and threw it out of the window. But it fell down a narrow gap just outside the window and before another building started. She wasn't happy with that, so she said, well, I've got no choice. He heard some commotion in the bathroom, uh, went in, because he was a bit worried about her, she'd been in there a long time. She was wedged upside down, feet still in the bathroom. Hard to describe. There's a great photograph if you want to Google it. Uh, But uh, she was, yeah, she was upside down, sort of outside the window, but facing in. With her face pressed up against the glass in this narrow gap, presumably not far from her own stool. And, uh, yeah, she got wedged upside down and eventually she had to be rescued by firefighters who were called to Liam's house. He started a GoFundMe page to replace the broken window, which, by the way, genius. The amount of windows I've broken in drunken stupors and idiotic moments through my life. I've never thought of starting up a GoFundMe page, although there were pre-internet, so it would have been tricky. Anyway, he raised uh, enough money to pay for the window to be replaced. Uh, He used the photograph, which, by the way, I have to say, does blur out the woman's face, thankfully, uh, to help raise the funds. Liam said, being an amateur gymnast, she was convinced that she should pull herself through the window and then pull the poo out using the tried-and-tested inside-the-bag-as-a-glove technique. Oh, I'm starting to feel a bit queasy. Unfortunately, she couldn't reach. She climbed further in and then had the same problem. Eventually, I agreed to give her a boost, uh, but unfortunately, I couldn't get her back through the window. That's when I called the fire services. She did climb out of the window to rescue a turd that she didn't want to stay in a narrow gap. So, really, I suppose that she's being considerate, by all accounts. Uh, the great news after this story is, yes, he got his window replaced for free. Well, actually, in order. Yes, she got back in by them breaking the window. Yes, he got his window replaced by people on GoFundMe. Uh, but the other news is, and uh, this is the icing on the cake, they are a couple. It's uh, It didn't detract. And uh, there was date two and date three, and now uh, they're great. And they're not going to have a boring wedding speech. So, bonus. Amanda Capito, you join me every week from across the Atlantic. Here you are in my ears and everyone else's. Good evening. Good evening. How's it going? And have you done any TIFF stuff? Oh, it's going great. Yes, TIFF is happening in Toronto right now. So there's quite the buzz in the city. Um, I have not seen any movies. Maybe my first year that I haven't seen any movies. But I have been taking part in the party scene. I'll just say that. Ah, that's my girl. That's what I knew you'd do. Are you still doing it where you do like three parties in a night? Are you still capable of doing that? I'm, I am indeed still priding myself in splitting the night if I need to. Um, but I'm, 
I'm not that popular, Vinny. I'm not getting invited to three chess parties in one evening. I'm not at that status just yet. But I'll let you know when I get there. Last time I was in Toronto for the TIFF Festival, we did a phone-in on the radio. And uh, I think I was covering for Mike Bullard or someone. And this guy phoned up and he goes, what's the point? I don't like films. I don't like Hollywood. I don't like stars. And what I really don't like is traffic. This is rubbish. Let's just forget it. <laughs> Far humbug to him, too. You've got to embrace Go to Embrace Tip. Toronto already has a traffic issue. So a little extra traffic, who cares? Traffic yeah. already sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is nothing that we can't deal with. Yes, we shut down part of King Street last night. I'm, it's probably going to be shut down again today. But we're fine. We can function without a little bit of King Street West. It's like a fat and kid that's nice. at 25 burgers and then someone says, oh, no, not the donut. Just don't worry yeah, about it's it. it's like... Who cares? At this point, we are, we already have gridlock issues. Let's just yeah. lean into it, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, like, as much as I love the films, the, the vibe in the city is great. So even if you're not seeing films, I think you could still really enjoy it. And I'm not, not that I'm chasing celebrities or anything. I just like that people are excited. People are in town. Places that are usually not busy are very busy. Places that are usually very busy are weirdly not busy. Like, it's, Toronto's and it's, it kind of gets turned upside down a little, and I and I enjoy that. Yeah, it's nice to mix up. You and I are on the same page on this one. Bring it on. Bring on Tiff. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, there's a lot of sad news in the world at the moment, as there is most weeks, let's be honest. Hurricane Irma has got its very sad uh, antics because, of course, it's being quite the battle for Floridians and Caribbean Islanders. But there is sort of-ish some good or very interesting news out of there, and I wanted to share it with you. Please do. A cruise ship had to flee Miami a couple of days ago, obviously because of the oncoming Hurricane Irma. Now it's stranded at sea. It's got 4,000 passengers on it. That sounds quite bad. Here's the good bit. They had unlimited booze before. That hasn't been taken off the table. It doesn't matter how long they're stuck. They've got unlimited booze. That's pretty great. I mean, that's, I feel like that will only solve the problem for so long. But hey, <laughs> it's all I can do. What kind of ship is this? Is this a carnival ship? No, it's it's called the uh, aptly named Norwegian Escape. Uh, it sets sail okay, late yes. Thursday from Miami with thousands of displaced passengers who had earlier left other voyages cut short by the megastorm. So a lot of them just want to go home. But apparently the captain says, we think... Unless we're stranded for any more than two weeks, which none of us want, we've got enough food and enough booze, even if everyone's an alcoholic. I think he sat down and done the maths. They must. They have to have that. So now, I don't know if you know this, Vinny. I used to work on a cruise ship. I do know that. Yes, you are quite the and... uh, storyteller. <laughs> well, first off, I've just known for it to be a fact that when cruise ships get in trouble, you give guests alcohol and it makes things all better. That's yeah. just the go-to solution. Yeah. especially because alcohol is usually very pricey on the ship. And that's actually, fun fact, where they make most of their money. Cruise ships profit, not on food, and obviously not on entertainment because it's all included. Even the casino, they have casinos on board, but really it's on alcohol and excursion. Actually, that's where they're making their big bucks. Not only have you just taught me something, you've corrected me on this actual article as well. I assumed that it was free booze before. It wasn't, actually. You're quite right. It's now unlimited no. free booze because of this uh, storm. Yeah, so no, that's a massive saving then, isn't it? Yeah, huge, huge. So people are probably ecstatic. Changes the whole dynamic of the cruise ship, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, good luck with the bathrooms. That's all I can say. Now, when you did it, did you end up smuggling on booze yourself? Because I know you were working there, but you didn't want to pay those outrageous prices. No, but obviously as as 
I mean, please, they need to make the crew happy. We didn't have to pay what guests have to pay for alcohol. They weren't making profit off us. They were charging us a dollar a beer So at the crew bar. So it was very uh, easy to um, have, a, have a fun night out on $10, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the fact you're female may well have helped as well. I got really annoyed this week. I went to get a portion of chips and I paid £2.50, which is about four bucks. My girlfriend went to the same restaurant at the same time <laughs> Uh, the night after, got the same guy, and I know this because I was standing outside, she paid a pound. What's that about? <laughs> I do think we we get a little bit of, of perks as women. And, and, and also just think of being friendly and nice to people. Hang on a minute, because that, that would portray the fact that I went in there and went, oi, give us some chips. By the way, why are you such a fat bastard? I was perfectly... <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, calling people fat again. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I just was at Steam Whistle Brewery, and I was trying to book a tour, and they were all booked up, and I was like, oh, man. And he just gave me and my friend a free beer, the guy behind the bar, two free beers. And it's like, you know, that's just so nice. And would that have happened if it was, I don't know. Would it have happened if it was a guy? I don't know. But I don't if, know, it's a very ex- if it was someone grumpy, for sure, it would not have happened. Yeah. So someone who started throwing a fit because they couldn't get in on a brewery tour, they definitely wouldn't have gotten two free beers, that's for sure. I think you can get fake boobs for $10,000. If it was just boobs, it would probably be an investment in me getting fake boobs. But I think the fact that it would be my face <laughs> above the boobs might stop that free-flowing alcohol. I think so. And all, of course, your mind goes there. You know, what if just my cheery disposition? I think that could do it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a man. Everything eventually comes back to boobs. I just go there a little bit quicker than most men. Um, Clearly. I'll leave you with this as well. Uh, another bizarre, uh, slightly aquatic story, uh, this time out of New York this week. Uh, this one's really bizarre. A recent search of a New York home's basement led to a bizarre discovery this week. Did you hear about this one? No. There's a house. It's about 75 kilometres north of New York City. There was a tip-off that that this guy was harbouring illegal wildlife. So the State Department went down there with the environmental... with the environmental conservation team and they didn't know what to expect so normally in this situation you find you know illegal snakes that aren't in the regulated boxes or perhaps even worse you might even find something like a baby leopard that's been smuggled into the country and is being sold on the black market they didn't know what to expect do you know what they saw when they got there what he'd converted his basement into a giant swim pool seven sharks in his basement what yep Oh, my God. In all, seven live sandbar sharks, as well as two dead leopard sharks and one dead hammerhead shark, uh, were found inside the property. Uh, Fifteen feet long, one of them was. Fifteen feet. So the dead ones were, were they? Well, so this is concerning, because that means he's not doing a good job taking care of them. Like, if they were alive and well, that's one thing. But so where was he storing the dead ones? Is just up on the pool or what? Can we just pause this for a second? I think it's evident that they were in his basement, that he's not doing a great job of storing them. I don't think they got any light. I'm going to guess his basement wasn't that big. And I'm going to guess he wasn't the nicest guy in the world. Okay, listen, you never know. And if this guy was like a marine biologist with a little bit of a, you know, a crooked side, he might have been doing a good job. But like, I I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but clearly not. No, I think you might be being a bit too giving. Um, The Environmental Protection Agency said they are young and they range from about one and a half feet to 15 feet. That's a hell of a shark. 
That is, I don't even know. I didn't. What is? Surely that's a whale, isn't it? I mean, what on earth? Have you ever seen a fifteen? That's like two and a half of you. That's pretty big. I've seen. Um, I have seen in real life snorkeling in the Galapagos a five foot shark, but that's uh, and that was enough for me. That was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's insane. Um, yeah. By the way, I love the way you just snuck that in. Oh, I was in the Galapagos. When I was like, I was on my way to Colombia. This is the only thing I can relate sharks with. That's the only time I've seen a real life shark beside me, and that was, and that was that, and that yeah. was enough. That's all I'm That's what I do for the weekend because I'm a Amanda Capito. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> Just trying to relate to sharks. Okay, wasn't allowed to watch Jaws growing up because it traumatized my mother. Never seen the movie. <laughs> Still not allowed. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it scarred her so badly. Like now, she's kind of freaked me out. So I've just—I know the music and from popular culture reference. I—I mean, I have no idea what happens in that film. I find the best way to take the fear away is play the music, but through a tuba, and then that way it just makes it slightly less menacing. <laughs> That's a good alternative. <laughs> um, right, well, I have to leave it there. But um, it was a bizarre, but nonetheless very interesting conversation. Um, Always a pleasure, Vinny. Never a chore, Amanda. More bonkers news and antics next week. Enjoy the rest of TIFF, won't you? Thank you. Bye. The clock has been ticking and my time here is done. My name is Vinnie White. You can download the podcast from vinniewhite.co.uk. Don't forget, always listen online at iHeartRadio to this show and all the other plethora of wonder that is News Talk 1010, available online and on AM at 1010 and lots of other ways, but let's not go through it all now because I'm out of time. Always a pleasure, never a chore. See you next time. Bye, Philip. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.